InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. What's your view of the legal profession? One man who has seen it from every angle as a federal prosecutor, law professor, dean of the University of San Diego Law School, and a longtime partner at one of the world's biggest law firms, says the profession needs a serious overhaul. Let's welcome Sheldon Krantz to InfoTrack. He's the author of The Legal Profession, What's Wrong and How to Fix It. Welcome to the show. Chris, happy to be on the show. Let's start right out with the statement you make that the legal profession, you feel, has lost its moral compass. What do you mean by that? Primarily what I mean is that the profession should be a helping profession, one that is available to everybody in the country regardless of the resources they have. We now have a situation where there are literally millions and millions of people who have legal problems but don't have the means to pay the rates that lawyers now charge. And we have to revisit the question of what our purpose is. It can't simply be our own profit. We've got to be available to people who have legal problems regardless how much they have in the way of resources. Most law firms and lawyers do pro bono work, which is, you know, basically gratis-type performance. Is that not enough in your view? Well, certainly pro bono work is important. A lot of lawyers do it. But frankly, the total numbers are not nearly what they should be. The American Bar Association has set an aspiration that every lawyer should provide 50 hours of free or pro bono service every year. But in fact, if you take a look at what the total numbers are, they fall far short of that. And an average pro bono time per lawyer might be something like three hours. And that's simply not enough to deal with the tremendous need. In your view, as the growth of the uh, Internet legal services, the sort of do-it-yourself websites, a result of this situation? Well, certainly we have invited that kind of competition because of the millions of people who represent themselves in dealing with all kinds of legal problems and having nowhere to turn. So it would be natural that web-based providers would start to reach out to people and say, we can help you. I mean, I think LegalZoom is a very good example of that. What I'm most disappointed in right now, though, is that there is all this new technology that we have available to us, but the legal profession has been very slow to starting to use it. And this could certainly be used in a way that would make legal services far more cost-effective than they are today. We're talking on InfoTrack with Sheldon Krantz, who's the author of The Legal Profession, What is Wrong and How to Fix It. Sheldon, it seems like a few lawyers who maybe are perceived as sort of sharks out there have tended to give the overall profession a bad name. Is that your view? Well, I've long felt that the public has a love-hate relationship with lawyers and the legal profession, and in part that's because we tend to deal with people when they're in crisis and also in situations where somebody wins and somebody loses. But that being said, I agree with the observation that a few lawyers who engage in entirely inappropriate conduct or who advertise in ways that really would seem to be unseemly adversely affect the profession as a whole. Is that something that the profession or associations within the legal area would address, or is that pretty much hands-off? 
No, it's not hands-off. We do have ethics rules existing in every state, and they do set certain limitations on what lawyers can and cannot do. For example, the way they advertise or how they behave in the courtroom. But the truth of the matter is that we are a profession that basically disciplines itself. In other words, lawyers are reviewing the conduct of lawyers. And it's fair to say that we don't always do that as vigorously as we should. For those who are listening who aren't in the legal profession, are there any steps you suggest they could take to help themselves in these situations? I think it's important to recognize that just as when you go to a doctor, you should feel comfortable asking lawyers a whole series of questions about how much they charge and why, what kind of services they provide, are there references that they can give. So I think you ought to be fairly active in making sure, first of all, that the lawyer you select is one you're going to be comfortable with. And if you're unhappy when you're being represented, let the lawyer know that. The second thing is, if you are mistreated by a lawyer in some way, there are procedures that you can follow. Every state has a disciplinary system, and it would be relatively easy to Google that and to find that online. And you should feel very comfortable in complaining when you feel that you've been mistreated. In your book, Sheldon, you outline a number of proposed steps to make the legal profession more of a helping profession. Could you just talk about a few of those? Well, yes. You'd made the observation before about pro bono time. I think it's really the moment in which the profession and individual lawyers have to step up and provide far more pro bono service. I also think there are millions of people who, although not destitute, live on very modest means, and that would include the elderly, it might include veterans. There are a whole bunch of people who are in that category, and I think we have to reassess what we charge for those services to that population. I also strongly believe that the legal profession has to do far more in helping those who decide to represent themselves. There really are ways that we can do that, including providing information on websites, providing kind of limited services to that population. So there really are a number of things that we can do to deal with the gap. And that gap is literally maybe 80% of the population that is now not getting the kind of service from lawyers that those with substantial means are getting. One of the other points that you brought out in your book, which is interesting, is the idea of offering incentives to law school graduates. Could you explain that? Yes, there are a number of people who are in law schools today that really would like, instead of going to work for a bigger law firm, to work in the public interest. The problem is they often are mired down in student debt, and therefore their choices are kind of limited. And there is a movement to provide support for uh, public interest fellowships or loan repayment services for lawyers who decide that they want to work in the public interest. And I think the numbers who would like to do that are really substantial. So as a matter of public policy, we have to develop a whole series of ways of allowing lawyers who want to become part of a helping profession to be able to afford to do that. So many steps that could be taken to improve the legal profession. 
very well outlined in the book, The Legal Profession, What is Wrong and How to Fix It by Sheldon Krantz. And you can learn more by visiting his website at SheldonKrantz.com. Sheldon, we want to thank you so much for joining us today on InfoTrack. Chris, thank you for inviting me. You're listening to InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know.